Welcome back to the podcast, Coffee with Rick and Tab. In this episode, it's a little different than drinking coffee as we're sitting in the bathroom while Rick's taking a bath. (laughs) And I could go and start explaining all the key points to this episode, but we just kind of roll with our original thought and we go from there and it flows into whatever it's meant to be. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode. What did they find on Mars? Doesn't matter what they found on Mars. You need to be more worried about Earth. What did you just said? Yeah, what? Haven't they, found, they found evidence of water on Mars. They're there right now. Their spaceships are there. But you need to be more concerned with Earth, Tabitha. All right. Like? You need to not live your life and the confined rules of society. You gotta step outside those, those barriers, those lines made for you. Oh, she ain't gonna have no fun. You're gonna miss out on life. That's why outlaws had the most fun. But, you know, outlaws die young. That's why you gotta balance it out. What would your form of balance be? Moderation, of course. You know, you can't go balls to the wall all the time. Burn candle at both ends, we know what happens. True. Like, a uh, mouse is born with, say, a million heartbeats. Let's just say, you know. And an elephant is born with, like, 10,000 heartbeats. But that little mouse's heart is... And the elephant is... No, but you know, just you can't. But you don't want to live slow as an elephant or fast as a mouse. Okay, what what animal would be in between that? Uh, Come on, be quick. I don't want to say dogs because dogs become like fucking slaves. Or, but, like, not even slaves. Some dogs are, like, slaves to, to humans. Other dogs are, like, fucking kings and queens and first children. It depends who your owner is. And the dog's job, you know. There's, like, junkyard dogs and they, uh... The dogs that herd the sheep. Oh, that, too. But a junkyard dog is a dog in a junkyard. Dogs that guard the houses. The guard. junkyard. Okay, junk- yeah, I see what you're saying. You're implying all of that is a junkyard. Well, a junkyard where cars are, you know, oh, like scrap oh. scrapyards and, you know, people don't come in there and steal it. Basically a worker dog yeah, or like a guard you know, dog. But it wouldn't be that bad being like a fucking sheep oh, dog. God, our cats have it. Like, I know we have cats and that's way different than a dog, but our yeah. cats have it so, like, oh, you just think about some animals that don't have the love. Right. You know, and, and then there's some... Then you have animals that literally have grandparents, a.k.a. like your parents, that call themselves grandma and grandpa that to your animals. Ridiculous. Uh, that's my mom. <laughs> she does that for fun. but Listen, or, this or, is how silly my mom is. Well, her and my stepdad, Bill. So they sent us a Valentine's card in the mail, and it was addressed to mom and dad, 
love CC Ninja and Fern Gully. That she literally sent us a card in the mail from our See, cats. That's what I'm saying. She does it for she fun. She does do it for fun. She she gets that's a like kick a, out yeah, of it. That's a joke. Right, but but, <laughs> but like the worst part, animals like animals like even if you have like an apartment and you have a dog, that's fucked up. Well, dogs need like I I don't know though. What if it's a really small dog, like the size of a cat? Then, well, but if you have a big dog, it does need that yard any, and that yeah, space. I mean, let's say you have an apartment and you're able to take it running and take it, you know, jogging or whatever. But that's not a dog's life, man. Dogs want to explore and you know have fun and dig and shit and like that's a dog's life, you know. So like, like to answer your question, I mean, I would you know a dog kind of lives right in the middle, like. It'll get in some trouble, but it knows not to fucking cross the road. If it's a smart dog, you know, but it's definitely We used to gonna... have a cat, Kiki. When Rick and I first got together, she was like the hood cat, hung out on the block, went from house to house, visiting, you know, like all her people. And, but she, she was like our cat and our friend Opie's cat. So she spent a lot of nights chilling with Rick and I. And, um, she was so smart that she would look both ways before crossing the street. And what's hilarious, not hilarious, so it's really fucking sad. <laughs> yeah, not hilarious. What's sad is that for a cat who would look both ways, she actually got ran over. I remember the day. The, I don't want to talk about that, man. Well, I don't know why we're talking about animals. Oh, because because the elephant some, an, yeah, and some animals have better lives. But, like, good life, like, yeah. Like, our cats, like, they have, like... We, we were going to get, like, a cat tower, but decided, why get a cat tower when so our space. whole house is a fucking cat tower <laughs> for, like... They and, have, like, a little one that they can scratch because that's good for their nails. Yeah, but other than they that, got, they, they chase got beds, each other up but the we stairs. Got, yeah, stairways and hallways and rugs and beds Climbing up and... up the tarp downstairs. Like, they have... They live the perfect cat's life. Let's yeah, just say that. they don't... Yeah, especially, they're weird, man. I've never had cats before. I've never had any pets. But cats are, like, similar. They're, like, really creepy children. Yeah, okay, so, you know what's funny is I just thought about this. So, earlier we were, what we were talking about in the beginning, about, you know, being what you ended with, like, an outlaw. Well, I just thought about our conversation with, like, Rage Against the Machine, and their whole purpose is to... How would you say say this in better words than I? Well, I'm kind of like, like you want me to say it in like sixteen year old version or like like when you're the age like you are right now. now version. Well, right now version. Well, I mean, <sighs> the purpose is to not do everything that yeah, that know, they tell like, you. Just like the, they say the, the one song, song. Yeah, the song you're most tired of hearing. I'm sure. I mean, my least favorite Regis Machine song. Killing in the name of. Because that's the Fuck you, song. I won't do what you yeah. tell me. Although, I did sing this song on stage with Tom Morello. Well, listen. listen. Yes, you did. Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, I, did. I was up there, too. Just saying. She that was, was she, awesome. She was on the stage. It was at the L Club in Detroit. Anyway, my point being is... So, we were talking about how all these people... Probably real disappointed because they bought tickets to see Rage the summer of 2020. But, of course, COVID made an appearance. And what's really funny is people who, most majority people who bought their tickets to go to those concerts all over the United States, 
do the opposite of what the music is about. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, well, but then again, Rage Against the Machine kind of, in the long run, as I got older and learned about it all, like, they fucking did exactly what they were fighting against. Well, when they They, were younger, maybe it was just a different drive. No, 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 no. This happened when they were younger. They are true radicals. Zach De La Roca, that dude took his money and went down and funded and fueled fucking the Zapatistas down in South America, like guerrilla fucking uh, guerrilla warfare. Fucking... It's it's a long story, and I'm about to get into that one because I don't know all the details, but that dude fucking funded and fueled some small guerrilla armies to fight off the government. Some shit down in South America that he that all, all the all, all, all shit he used to sing about was real. He was fucking. That's why he looked so pissed. He was fucking. That wasn't an act. That was Zach. Yeah, his stage. That's a cool. That's are... a cool shirt. That's not an act. That's Zach. But, <laughs> but then like okay, if they were so anti-capitalism and fucking commies and fucking. You know, anti-establishment. Why did they go and sign with the world's largest fucking distributor in the world, Sony? Like, why not put it out on your own fucking label and independent? It still would have sold. I mean, they sold fucking millions of records. They still would have sold millions of records. A band that unique don't need a push from a record label. I mean, look at Black Flag. They were, they, they did everything themselves, every, you know, and the owner, the band and the record label was ran by the guitar player, Greg Giddon, and, you know, Black Flag is one of the greatest fucking punk bands ever. Anybody want to argue that, go ahead. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, it, it could have been done independently on their own label, Fucking Tom Morello was a Harvard graduate with a fucking degree in political science. He could have, he, he had access to money. Uh, you know, I mean, that alone, like, they could have put out their own shit on some smart independent shit. People. So, As yeah, they, they said were so too, smart they that were they were all. The reason, part of the reason for their band actually not staying together is because it was a group of all alpha men, and they, I think that just that well, creates a chaos a little bit when you don't have that, that balance. Because, but Tom Morello said that he did say that, but okay, <laughs> then that that just means what he's saying is him and Zach were alpha, and they were button heads. Not that I know this, but think about it. They You're were butting heads because, no, oh, that's what I know. Because they butted heads because obviously Tim and Brad, the bass player and the drummer, they didn't have no problem with Tom Morello because they went on to form the highly successful with the highly decorated, one of a kind, my favorite, very own Chris Cornell audio slave. So it wasn't like all the rage was beefing. It was like the singer was beefing with Probably everybody Probably to else. keep it cool, though, for the public and for Zach and uh, Tom. They, that's why he probably said yeah, it was the yeah, alpha you know, thing. It, it was a... Because <coughs> uh, the band left in peace and they probably didn't want... Yeah, 
you know, but drama. I, I read shit like they just couldn't get along. Like they would fight over fucking what would be on a t-shirt and that's ridiculous well i mean but when you're that political of a band it is a, a big deal what gets put on that shirt you know but to not out of all the things and not come to a conclusion well, they came to conclusions because i only about make the 20 shirt. of them motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i don't but um but could you imagine if rage would have toured this summer or last summer when they were supposed to like when all the Trump shit was fucking popping off and the Black Lives Matters and the anti-police. And can you imagine the fucking crazy riots and lunacy that would go on after them shows? Think about that. Because all of that show, shows we do is amp you up more unless, than you already are. Unless the people that actually could afford the ticket and actually go there because the ticket prices were out fucking rageous. Yeah. People that spend money on ticket prices like that ain't really fucking anarchists and they're not gonna fucking go tipping cars all over. <laughs> but not that I, I mean, you know, not that I condone that, but I could just see I seen rage back in uh 98 or 99 with Wu-Tang Clan at the palace and the palace got taken over. And that's all I can say. You said? Huh? You said 1999? It was like 99, okay. 98, 99. It was, uh, their, yeah, their big tour uh, after Evil Empire. So they fucking, uh, Zach came out and said, this was a bass line. Doom, boom, doom, boom. And he just come out. He said, I want you motherfuckers to take this place over. But I don't want none of my brothers and sisters getting hurt. And they just went into a fucking uh, bomb track. And it, it, at the palace was like an avalanche of people. Like, just imagine being at the palace at a fucking basketball game. Or if you've been there for a concert. And just... Everybody jumping over the seats, headed for main floor, and then people jumping the main floor wall. It was fucking awesome. And then at the end, like, when we got outside, there was, like, I am not bullshitting you. You could probably look it up in the fucking newspaper. They flipped a fucking car over. And back then, there wasn't shit going on, really, you know? I mean, it was after the Rodney King riots, like, ten years after that, almost. Like, race wasn't really a... Fucking people weren't bugging on race in the late 90s, I can tell you that. But uh, it was just, I mean, the concerts were just so fueling. That's, you know, they just fueled the shit out of everybody. That people just left out of there like a bunch of young, angry kids just fucking releasing that fucking anger. That teenage angst, it was fucking fun. I didn't ensue in none of the violence. I mean, I did fucking rush the stage and jump on main floor because I, I had good tickets. I had uh, lower bowl tickets, but I ended up all the way fucking about five feet from fucking Zach's feet. You've was, had a lot of cool. moments uh, on the stage or near the stage. Oh, yeah. You, you I, have a great concert history past. I've been on the stage with Pantera, Anthrax, uh, Slayer. Rage, um, Tom Morello singing Killing in the Name of. There's a fucking YouTube video of it if you don't believe me. Um, 
but then I mean a whole bunch of other fucking local like Detroit hardcore bands, fucking Cold Life, fucking through uh, time. Sorry. Go on, go ahead. Well, and I was gonna point this in direction because I'm curious. I'm sure other people have noticed this as well as my husband and I have talked about it. Concerts are not the same as they used to be. When you go to concerts, people are just standing or sitting. Like no one's dancing or getting into the music. I will say uh, EDM, like. It's so much fun because people are fucking throwing down. No one gives a fuck what but you I look like. But I think that shit's over. It's definitely... De- well, because well, of that, everything that happened, it's declined. No, it's just... It's like the disco, you know? Things come and they go. It will it's always... exactly like disco. It's disco. Raves will just be cool if it just goes underground. Back underground. Back underground. Yeah, we've been not talking mainstream, about this. popular... Like it would be more exciting like, like, and like real raves again like fucking anybody younger than 30 don't even know about like when you would have to go to a fucking clothing store in Royal Oak and buy a ticket and then the, you wouldn't even know where it was at and the rave was at until fucking 10 o'clock at night when you bought your ticket at some clothing store that stayed open all night and then you'd go there and it would be the best night of your fucking life and then 7 o'clock in the morning, they turn on the lights, and you're filthy, dirty, disgusting, dirty, and you realize you're in an old, dirty, dingy warehouse. They just made it look really cool with the lights off and all yeah. the fucking crazy lights. So, like, in the past past few months, you know, Rick and I were talking about all the buildings, office buildings that are going to become... Vacant. Uh, vacant and what's funny well not funny in sequence with that my friend christina even made an episode about it in the past like further back about that happening with raves and um all, uh soleil she's christina from give her a shout out my girl my soul sister christina <laughs> anyways yeah she's oh yeah her podcast is come sit at my table her theme is deleting all of her old episodes that she's no longer in alignment with. And sometimes I feel a little sad because I could listen to her podcast all day long. And that's what I did in the summertime, for real. Like, I think I, I listened to six episodes in one day just because I was working outside and I had her on repeat. But anyways, what were we saying? Oh, yeah. And how talking about all the old office buildings that no one's going to be using anymore like that would be cool let you know start throwing raves in them only thing about that is it's in office buildings are in the middle of fucking where everybody can see true raves got to be in industrial low-lit areas the windows yeah but you're still gonna hear fucking (laughs) (laughs) that's very true very right but I mean, you can rent it out to have fucking parties and shit. Let bands play. Yeah, I say but let we... the return of bands. Let kids start forming bands again. I I need a, a new Nirvana. Let's start having fun at concerts again. People start dancing. Let's not... start living life again. Yeah. Quit using COVID as a fucking excuse not to live your life. And quit using COVID as an excuse that everything is on fucking delay. I'm over oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh-huh. All right. Yep. Yeah. Peace.